Welcome to Express, the podcast for brands. I'm your host, Dr. David Kippen, CEO and Chief Strategist at Aviva. Last week, I shared my colleague Kate Newsom's thoughts on how you gather the evidence base for your brand. That's the research context for the big idea or, you know, the essential consumer insight the brand will be positioned around. Well, this week, we'll look at how to use that insight to create your brand's strategy playbook. And look's the operative word. In a minute, I'll hand over to Stephen Stewart, Eviva's executive strategy director. He's going to explain how this thing, this playbook, works. And it's kind of like explaining a painting. You'll get a good sense of it, but then when you see the actual thing, it'll make sense in a whole new way. So if strategy is your thing, really, go to Stephen's blog post and look at the playbook sections he's talking about. But even if it's not your thing, or if you somehow don't have access to a screen, keep listening. It'll still make sense. Okay, so let me introduce Stephen properly. Stephen's worn a lot of hats in his agency career, mostly on the creative side of the house. Before he joined me at Aviva, he was National Creative Director at one of the world's largest independent agencies. Today, his hats are Executive Strategy Director, which means he works with clients to define and implement strategy, and President of our Games Division, which is a very different hat. Like Kate, he's a Yale grad, he's forgotten more about movies than most of us will ever know, and... Well, you probably won't pick up on this yet, but he's got a terrific sense of humor, too. So, here's Stephen. Thank you, David. This week, my blog post is titled, Is Your Brand Ready for Primetime? Building Your Brand Playbook. Last week, my colleague Kate Newsom wrote an excellent blog about how to gather the data and insight necessary to understand your brand and how it interacts with the world. Today, I'll address the obvious next step. What do you do with all this great insight? In fairness, it's pretty easy to see what the next step should be get your brand position in front of potential customers, and a bit trickier to know exactly where to put your feet. And once you've taken the first step, what comes after that? This is where the brand strategy playbook comes into, well, play. I'll talk about what goes into the playbook and how to build one. Oh, and what exactly is brand strategy anyways? Yep, we'll get to that one too. Now, if you saw David Kippen's earlier post, you'll recall he said brands exist to make people take selective action. I bring this up because there are lots of definitions for brand strategy, and all of them support this idea. My personal favorite definition is also the simplest. Brand strategy is building a long-term plan for the development of your brand in order to achieve specific business goals. And a well-defined and articulated brand touches all aspects of the business and is directly connected to consumers, their emotions, and the overall competitive landscape. Okay. So the first step in developing a brand strategy is to understand the equity that your brand has and what its differentiators are. In the case of a well-known brand, say Nike or Intel, the equity in your brand is enormous. Now, equity is shorthand for the intrinsic value of having a well-known brand name. So if you're a startup, the brand likely has little to no equity, and the challenge there is to create value in the brand. Your brand differentiators are the key to building brand equity and sales, and profits, and business success generally. A differentiator is a feature, service, program, or ingredient. One of Coca-Cola's significant differentiators is the secret ingredient that goes in every can of soda. For Apple, it's a product promise. Open the box, turn on the device, and it works. Identify the right set of brand differentiators, and you're on your way to building brand equity. There are two other important aspects of developing an effective brand strategy. 
One is basically common sense, extending your brand into every part of your business. The second is harder to pull off, and that's developing and executing a long-term plan. And in fairness, the first aspect is hard to pull off as well. Just because it's common sense doesn't mean it's easy. In building a long-term plan, you have to resist the temptation to chase after shiny objects and do something because the competition is doing it. Instead, you want to execute a plan that thinks about your brand in terms of years, not quarterly results. There's a reason we recognize Apple's advertising before we see the logo. They communicate their brand differentiators in simple, clear communications year after year. So you've gathered insight into your brand, you understand the specific equities of your brand, you've identified your key market differentiators, and you know the audiences you want to reach. The next step is to assemble your brand knowledge into messages segmented by the areas that are vital to the growth and success of your business. This is your brand playbook. So why create a playbook when you could go to market right away with an ad campaign? Isn't this just complicating the process? Mm, sure, if you have only a couple of differentiators, one mass audience, and a competitive landscape of maybe one or two rivals, go ahead, skip the rest of this blog, and check out next week's blog about creative campaign development by my colleague Amo Basan. For everyone else, I'll sketch out the sections that make up a playbook and how you can develop a guide that will support your brand for years to come. Now, there are images of what a typical brand playbook looks like in my blog post at avivabrands.com. That's E-V-V-I-V-A brands.com. Click on the blog link at the top of the page. So first up is the dashboard. This is the section of the playbook that will get the most use by your marketing team, members of your social media team, and whoever is responsible for internal communications. The dashboard is a roll-up of all the key elements that can be used to communicate about your brand. So this dashboard houses thumbnails of images from your asset library and descriptions of brand personas that line up with your target audiences. For each persona and audience segment, the dashboard has supporting messages, headlines, subheads, and supporting statements. So think of that dashboard as brand messaging at a glance. Next, we look at messaging and definitions. Messaging and definitions are how you get from brand equities and points of differentiation to headlines and copy points. It's important as you think about moving from a brand equity to the headline, subhead, or supporting facts that you want to limit the number of both, even for complex organizations. Uh, for instance, Intel has dozens of silicon-based products for literally hundreds of markets. They have fewer than 20 core brand equities. Then we have the audiences and personas section of the playbook. There's really nothing more vital to your business than understand who is going to use your products or services. In this section, we look at key audience members, their uses for your product or service, the most relevant features, and where possible, the persona details for your audiences. So when developing personas, you don't have to define all possible audience members, just the major users of your product or service. Three to five personas per audience type is usually a good rule of thumb. Pain points and solutions. Your sales team will typically get a lot from this section. Identifying the pain points that your customers have and defining how your product or service solves that pain point is powerful information. A good example is to think of this in terms of pain relief. You have the sales trigger or headache moment. The evidence is the description of the problem, aching temple, sensitive to light, throbbing behind the eyes. Your key solution is the best solution for the pain. Aspirin, ibuprofen, maybe a double macchiato. And the testimonial is anecdotal evidence that supports your solution. 
Wow, that aspirin slash macchiato completely wiped out my headache. Lastly, we have messages by equity and customer funnel. Here we look at how your brand equities align with the customer funnel. The customer funnel is the one that starts at the top with awareness, do I know anything about this product or service, goes through opinion, and what do I think of them, to consideration, preference, and hopefully to purchasing a product and converting to become a customer. It's important to note that not every equity comes into play at every stage of the funnel. For example, with Coca-Cola, their secret ingredient is not likely a driver in building awareness because I have to know about Coke and what it is before I care that it has a secret ingredient. Whereas that secret ingredient can play a huge role in conversion. Experience the secret for yourself. And it plays a role in advocacy as well. Just ask someone who loves Coke why it's better than similar products. There are more specific details about the brand playbook at our website, evivabrands.com. That's E-V-V-I-V-A brands.com. Look for the blog link at the top of the page and click it. So those are the core components of our brand playbook. Most playbooks end up with custom components as well. If you're a B2B brand, you'll want to look at messages by department to understand your customer's business and how you can connect with the right personnel and the right department. If you're a small business, a more simplified version of this may work well for your needs. Building a brand playbook will allow you to articulate and execute a long-term brand strategy. And by executing your brand strategy, you'll be able to quickly and efficiently achieve your business goals. Next week, look for our blog post on creative development with Aviva's Executive Creative Director, Amo Basan. Amo will share how we go from a playbook to creative concepts and developing specific campaign deliverables. Well, that's it for me, Stephen Stewart. Thanks so much for listening. Let me hand it back over to my colleague, David Kipp. Thanks, Stephen. And thanks for listening to Express. Again, whether you love it or not, we want this to be useful. So please give us the gift of feedback at expressadivivabrands.com. That's E-V-V-I-V-A, then the word brands.com.